0: everybody and welcome to episode 29 of Honor Radio. Uh today's guest we got a great guest today and and we're so excited about having coach Matt Logan, the head coach of Centennial High School. Uh I believe coach uh, you're entering your 27th year at Centennial?
1: That's, that's correct, 27 years, yeah.
0: 27 year as the head coach of uh Centennial and I got to tell you guys Um, Since we started the honor bowl, we've had some great football programs in our event, but um, one that is, brings the most fun and memory to, I know Rick and I is having Corona Centennial in our event. Would you agree, Rick? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) You got to get some on that one. But anyways, Matt, I just want to welcome you to our show. It's great having you on the show, buddy. You're looking good. Um, I know you're super excited about another season. Uh, and We're going to be talking football. But one of the things we do on on our radio is before we we start talking football, I really want people to know the person. Who is the person? Who is Coach Matt Logan? And I got to tell you, Coach, when we first met you – it was a hard time in your life it was a difficult time in your life i remember that you had just lost your wife donna to to breast cancer and um i you know I, I, my mother had cancer i remember how hard it was for us as a family to navigate that you know, tell us a little bit about what that was like for you, coach. Now you got a new wife, right? And We'll talk about that. But, you know, buddy, what was that like for you as a man, as a family man, that type of thing?
1: Yeah, that was obviously the most difficult situation I've ever had to gone through, uh, go through. And, and as a family, it was, it was rough having three little girls um, and, you know, just a, a normal trip to the doctor's office and you find out you have cancer. And, and as you know, doctor's appointments. And as uh, things progressed, you know, it was just, it was a battle and, and, and she wanted to do everything she could to uh, obviously survive. And she was a fighter until the end. And, um, you know, we made a lot of sacrifices out of family and and a lot of support from the community to really make a lot of different things happen. For example, we went back to North Carolina uh, for six months of a, of uh, a special stem cell therapy that we, we, you know, we're hoping was hoping would work and things like that. And, and uh and you know we're, we're very fortunate for the support we did get from family and friends in the community in order to make things happen for us um unfortunately she lost her life and, and the girls were you know 14 11 and 10 and, and uh it, it was a rough time and and i i honestly didn't think i could continue coaching because i'm like how can i raise three girls and mm-hmm. and continue to spend the time that needs to be spent as, as, as a football program and the school stepped up and and freed up some of my morning times and did some different things was created with that and and uh and and a lot of people stepped in and helped out and, and made it work so I'm you know very grateful for that for that um obviously we, we all miss Donna you know every day we all think about her and and uh, it's still you know still has pain you know it won't go away so
0: Yeah. Well, buddy, I, you know, I remember Mm -hmm. that time it was so fresh and, uh, I just remember how great you were as a man, um, your heart, your, the way you, you lifted up your daughters, you know, Lindsay, Samantha, Madison, the way you cared for them. It really, uh, it bonded me to to you coach. And, and I got to tell you, Um, I, 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 in this football world, we see a lot, you know, there's a lot that comes across our desk. There's a lot that happens on the field, that type of thing. But I got, I wanted to honor you, buddy, because I saw the way that you stood behind your family, the way that you, um, you were, you were so loyal and so, um, just beautiful buddy. And I, I I just thought we should bring that up today because I wanted to honor you as the man, because a lot of people don't know that. They hear they know your accolades as a football coach but they don't know the hardships of 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 what you went through uh to get where you are today and so now you're married to uh Loranda uh tell us about that buddy
1: <laughs> so we actually uh were high school sweethearts uh for the first couple of years of high school and um and then kind of I guess you know reunited um and we got married seven years ago and and I have a stepdaughter now and and so it's all females all females in our family so i'm sure there's a reason for that i'm I'm assuming but um (laughs)
0: well buddy you're you're amazing you're just an amazing man uh and i i appreciate you very much i really do but so let's talk honorable all right you have been how many times rick they've been in the honorable now more than once <laughs> Is it five or six. I mean, it's I so, we love having Centennial in the Honor Bowl. You guys are just great. You always bring it. Um, I still believe one of the greatest games in I've ever know, witnessed in high school, uh, in, in my high school career as a coach was the game against img in 2016 i mean i think people today still name that as one of the best high school football games uh they ever saw just remind us a little bit about what you remember from that game because you almost won it i think it was the last 20 seconds of the game and and everybody was we thought oh my god we're high-fiving on the sidelines we're gonna see centennial win img in the Oh, give us your memory of that.
1: <laughs> As a coach, you know, you always you always go right to the things that went wrong that could have changed the game, right? Yeah. So but it was it was a great game and, and uh, yeah, we had that we had an opportunity for sure to close that out and we just didn't do it, but it was a heck of a game and it was it was such a weird lead up to that, you know, because they were having issues back there with the storms and whatnot and hurricanes yeah. and yeah. and then and then coming out here and playing us. You know, so I I don't I think they I think they kind of didn't. I think they thought they were going to have a walk in the park that day. I think honestly. So the way, and then uh, after the game, they were all complimentary and everything, of course. But uh, but it was a battle, and uh, and I was proud of our kids for that. And and you know, a, a few things here and there, and a call here and there makes a difference in that game in the end. And so it was it was, it was a little, you know, it was a great game. But still disappointed we didn't come out with the W.
0: Well, we're gonna we're gonna be showing highlights of that game as you're talking about it right now. <laughs> but I, I got to tell you, it was absolutely amazing let me talk you tell you guys a little bit about this guy's career all right 27 years at centennial high school head coach husky football program one of the greatest public school programs in the nation um 10 southern section championships 19 league titles um an offensive ta- attack that is just unbelievable. It's a spread offense. I mean, I'll, it's it's funny to see other teams play them because literally their their offensive line is five feet away from each other. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's fun to see, but it works. Uh, it's amazingly powerful. Numerous uh, college and several NFL players that have uh, that are playing today, not only in Division One, Division Two colleges but also NFL players. Uh, one that comes to mind is Tanner McKee. Um, uh, and, and there's others that I know that are are numerous. Um, coach, um, you know, public schools struggle to stay competitive, right? But how, how has your program been so powerful over the years? What's your secret, my friend?
1: You know, I, I think that, uh, you know, a, a, coach, a very stable coaching staff is number one, you know, for the most part most of the, the 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 core guys stay and 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 even though they might have had opportunities elsewhere they should they choose to stay with with us and and uh and i think number two that i think that you know at least in our area people know what to expect when they come to us you know they expect to win they expect to work hard they expect to to be committed you know there's a level of expectation and i think they meet up to that so the kids the kids really um, you know, year in and year out, have have that belief system and that work ethic and, and things that we need to be successful. And it, it is getting harder. It's definitely <laughs> harder the last few years. So, uh, but uh, but it is fun to compete at that level, and we wouldn't want it any other way. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather compete at the highest level and, and and get defeated if that's the case, than than compete at a lower level and win everything. So, it's definitely a challenge for us, and and our kids enjoy it. Our community enjoys it, and we would want nothing nothing less than that.
0: No doubt about it. Your community is powerful. I mean, when your home games are always a sellout, Um, when you come to the honor bowl, which is in San Diego, which is a good hour and a half, two hours from Corona Centennial, but I got to tell you, um, they bring it. They bring it every year and this year, coach, how do you feel about your team this year? Here you are going against Punahou and they're pretty excited. They got a they've got a good football team this year, right? How are you feeling about that?
1: Well, you know, when teams travel out of state to come to California to play, you know, they've got a good team because they wouldn't do it if they didn't have that. So <laughs> we know that's what the case for sure with them. Uh, I think it's a great, you know, in, in our whole schedule overall, we're playing four teams that are ranked in the top five in their state. So mm-hmm. it's a very challenging schedule. I think from games one through 10, it's probably our most challenging we've had set up uh, ever. So, but Bruno brings a different dynamic to it. And, and, uh, and, you know, we're excited to play that game. I, we don't know much about them. Um, uh, obviously we will as we get a little closer, but, uh, But I know they're one of the top programs. We've known about them for years. And and we've always kind of talked about, you know, playing teams from Hawaii. They're out there or here. And we're glad that the Honorable made it happen. We're super excited for it.
0: Well, what I love about it is, you know, both of your communities are obviously uh, have a very big Polynesian culture involved. Right. And so, um, what Punahou does is they bring a luau to the event. They do a fun, you know, uh, luau before their event. And I know that they're bringing that same thing back this year. They bring a ton of fans from the San Diego region, from the Inland Empire region. So it's going to be a lot of fun. That is a, our finale game on game two. And so we're super, super excited about having this in the honor bowl um you know i just got to gravitate to something else here buddy um you've had a lot of lucrative offers to leave centennial over the years
1: what keeps you around bud you know i this is home for me i mean this is this is where you know i pretty much grew up in this neighborhood uh you know centennial didn't exist when i was in high school or norco i went to norco and that was there was only two schools back then but Mm -hmm. you know when it comes right down to it i you know i'm i'm coming towards the end, uh, you know, and, and have a, uh, the backs back into the career there. And, and I think, uh, this is where I want to finish and this is how I want to go out and, and, uh, and, uh, and I wouldn't leave. I just, just doesn't feel right. You know, there's been, as you mentioned, there's been a few offers here and there and, and, and some have been real, some haven't, but, uh, um, uh, it's just, you know, and, and at the end of the day, when I wake up in the morning, if it doesn't feel good, then, uh, you know, I, I belong here and I'm going to finish here.
0: Well, what a great man. What a great man.
1: What's your proudest moment as a coach? Oh gosh. Um, you know, I think what I get super excited about is is when I see former players come back and, and whether they just to say hi, they don't have to tell me, Hey, you did this or whatever, you know, and just just to say hi and see how they're doing in, in their life and their, and, and that they felt, you know, good enough to come back and and say hello and then let me know how they're doing or if they reach out, you know, when things happen, um, in, in life, whether we win, lose, or or a family situation comes up, you know. Uh, so I think that's that's the biggest joy is just you know seeing former players and 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 how they're being successful in their own ways in, in their life.
0: No doubt about it. I mean, there's nothing better, buddy. Where's a get some on that one? No get some.
1: Three oh, five. Get some. Free five. Get some. five. You know, I
2: sometimes sometimes you know I'm just I'm just a just, little slow. It, <laughs> involved <laughs> in the conversation compared to
1: saying oh my gosh. Yeah, I've only gotten one so of those so far so
0: there's nothing better as a coach than when they remember you. They come back and they say we re, we remember you. you. You it's because of you I'm this. It's because of you I'm that. It's 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 just amazing. For me, um uh, I'm in real estate. And what pleases me more than anything is when they they call me and say, hey, coach, will you help us buy a house? Right. I know that has nothing to do with football, but for me, when it comes to business man, I just absolutely love that. I just and, it, and it's an honor to to know that they they seek me out and 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 want to be a part of that. So I, I love that. Well, another question I wanted to ask you today, I got a ton of them, but I know you're limited on time, but I wanted to ask you this question what's your feeling about the current high school school environment with all the 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 seeming kids going from one school to another and the hopping around and all that how do you feel as a coach when it, when it comes to that how you know I know it's affected you it's affected everybody um tell me about that coach
1: yeah you know I think it's you know in, in the high school level, especially, well, most programs do anyways, period, but you preach that family atmosphere and it's, it's tough to do that because guys just get up and leave, you know? It's like, it's it's more about, you know, as society rolls as well with the, you know, the social media stuff, it's about themselves as opposed to the team and, and things like that. I mean, I always kind of look at it like, well, if, if you know, they're, they're here for a reason and if they're not our kind of guy, then they shouldn't be here. That's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. if, they're, if they're not here to compete or they're not willing to, to put the work in and do what they need to do, or if they're, looking for uh cash hands outs or whatever you want but it's not going to happen here i mean that's just, just the way it is we're going to promise you an opportunity to compete at the highest level and and you're going to compete every day in practice and you're going to work it off i, I guarantee you we work harder than anybody else i know that for a fact and uh most kids that come from other programs that come to us tell us that and kids that leave you know they know because they know what they're like what they're in their new program so i know you know we do the we do things the right way here, and, and we and we're teaching life strong value lessons that they need, and, and 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 so if that that's their choice, and if again if somebody's looking for a payout, then we're not we're not the place for you. Oh Man, good stuff, good stuff right there. Um,
0: yeah, I know personally, uh, it, it, it it bugs me. <laughs> I've seen high school change a lot since football. Uh, changed since 2010 when we started this showcase, Rick, right? I mean, it was a different situation back then. And now, um, God, it's almost collegiate pro level when it comes to even the the development of the honor bowl with the way how big it's become with uh, uh, what we do. It's just changed. It's just changed. And I'm not saying it's bad. It's great. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. We still do it today. I think we're one of the longest lasting high school football showcases in the nation but um still it's it's definitely changed my friend
1: yeah everything filters down i mean you know and it probably actually started in high school i think around in our area at least in southern section about you know 2015 2016 range when things started changing here dramatically and then and then so now the nil is legal in, in college but in high school it's been going on for a while in different programs it's it's nuts it's it's, it's crazy it, it's it's bad for the sport and and i, I wish people looked at it from that perspective and they would understand that it's, it's, you know, nobody's winning from this other than a kid that's getting a little bit of cash and who knows what's going to happen with, with, with that in the end, you know? You know, one of the
2: things that I do coach is I put together a player to watch graphic. Um, and they're starting to show up now on Twitter and in, since they started coming out yesterday, three coaches got back with me and said, Oh, by the way that guy transferred that guy moved to texas that guy's that guy went over to this school and i'm like
0: <sighs> yeah and i mean you started working on those in june right and then Easily. we st- we start putting those out on twitter and then i mean within you know four weeks it's all changed
1: then <laughs> that's what's crazy too is that you know usually most transfer took place in january so you had the opportunity to work with kids through the spring and summer and then they'd be here in the fall. And now that's not the case guys are leaving at the last minute, which I think is crazy, but um, it's like nice. It's not good for the sport. And I know, I know it creates a lot of uh, issues with, with programs down here, especially the private public thing, you know, that goes on down here. And, mm. uh, but it, it's, you know, it's crazy. I mean, if you look at the last, whatever, 10 years of championships, it's all private. So there's no, there's no question of what, you know, What's going mm. on down here. So though
2: though, I did find it funny though, when Sarah lost last year, they said, you know, there should, there should be like a private, uh, open bowl for state. And it's like, Oh, coach, by the way, you're, you're a private school. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. It's, uh, it's what happens nowadays. Right, buddy. My goodness. So tell us about the team this year, coach, tell us
1: about it. Uh, we're super excited. We've got a good group of kids coming back for sure. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, uh, what's crazy for us is, you know, where we kind of um, fall short, usually at the end is usually on the line play because we just don't have, you know, we got the kids that can run around, but we just don't have the big guys in, in the middle on both sides of the ball. So I think at least, you know, this year on the offensive side, uh, we definitely have that. We have three returning starters, um, all with division one offers. Um, so that's the Helton twins. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Did you just Sorry. say 30 returning starters?
1: No, 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 no. Three well, ret- what Three three on the offensive line. Three saying, Okay, <laughs> my goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, so, really, we'd have thirty offensive starters. Half of those guys would be uh, gone. Uh, to the first was gonna, <laughs> all right, I just wanted to make sure
0: I heard that right. So three returning starters, and they're all on the O line. You said?
1: Yeah, and we have the Helton twins who are committed to Iowa State, and, and we've got a, a junior junior underclassman, Drew Hill, has got quite a few offers from Division one programs, and and so we're really excited with the, with the offensive line and. Uh, we have a good receiving core coming back um, that we're all kind of a younger group last year and and all those guys are coming back and they're coming back for another year too as well so we're excited with that group there's probably six to eight kids that can play for us and that will play for us our running back uh, Cornell Hatcher is a stud and he's a he's a weight room guy he's just a bell cow and Mm. and he's come back and then we had a quarterback transfer into us from Inglewood Hassan Longstreet who's who's got incredible, incredible talent and looking forward to seeing his development. He was a little banged up uh, this summer and and towards the end of spring. So we haven't, you know, right now we're right in the middle of camp. And so he finally got cleared to where he can do some things. So it's nice to see what he can do out there and work with him in the offense. And defensively, um, we're really deep at linebacker and really good linebacker with sincere bracket and Bryce Granger kind of leading that group. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and Des Palomalo, a kid that came over from other high schools, really talented and, and really helping that group. Plus some young linebackers. We got a lot of, like I said, that's a really deep position for us. Mm. In the secondary, um, two returning starters come back. Cade uh, Patterson, who's only going to be a junior, more, probably one of the smartest players, if not the smartest player on the team, and kind of runs the secondary. And then Tate a corner who's just committed to San Diego State, so a uh, heck of a ball player and has really just developed tremendously, was a quarterback, as a freshman, was a wide receiver, as a sophomore. Play corner last year. So we're just looking at, you know, a second year in a position to to really take light and, and be one of the top corners, really, in, in the state, if not the country. I, we feel like he's got that potential. Also it's, am,
0: it's absolutely amazing how you reload every year. It really is. It's amazing to see. It's so fun to see. I mean, everybody knows they've got Centennial notched off on, on their calendar going, okay, <laughs> this is going to be our big game, right? It's just amazing what you've been able to do over the years, coach. And I got to tell you, bud, from the bottom of our hearts, and I know I'm speaking for Rick too, when you come to the stadium, when you arrive with your team, uh, except that one COVID year where you guys had no buses, everybody had to drive in with their own cars. I remember one kid getting to the the game as the game was started because he was stuck in traffic, and he's literally running across the field trying to put on his gear to get ready to play. But um, it's it's just phenomenal having you be a part of the honorable for us. It 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 really is a big honor, and uh, uh, we love your heart. We love your school. Um, yeah, I, I still talk to Coach Gunn. I know he's been promoted, but you know Coach Gunn and I keep in co- contact a lot. He's such a he said he's coming. He's going to be at the game. Um, I Bring just got. Oh, you got to get some on that one. It, Rick, do you have anything else you want to say as we close off with Matt?
2: You know, one of my favorite memories, Coach, is when Mark and I went to Centennial and you guys helped get an action track chair for, oh, uh, for one of our one of Thanks our for remembering that. And, and the way that Centennial as a, as a community came together, and I remember having that young Marine with his, at that time, his, his girlfriend, uh, yeah. talk with you guys on the field was emotional. And um, oh, I can't, Rick. I can't, um, I'll never forget that.
0: Rick, give yourself a get some, Give yourself. Bring a- on. Get yes. up. Yeah. Uh, buddy. That was an amazing time. I, I I'm, I'm sad that I didn't remember that, but I'm glad you did. Uh, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it and how honored that young man was to get up and speak to, to the the kids and tell them about what he had been through and the honor and the commitment. We do that in the locker rooms. Matt has been involved with that coach Logan is, has seen what we do in the locker rooms and how we motivate the kids before the honorable games. It's, it's, it's powerful. It's powerful. So coach um, we love you, man. We love you. Okay. Um, we'll be seeing you in three or four weeks here. Uh, good luck this season, my friend. Uh, go out there and make it happen. But uh, I just want you to know, on behalf of the honor group nonprofit in the honorable football showcase, um, we consider you a great friend and uh, I love you very much, Matt.
1: Thanks, appreciate it. We love you too. We love the work that you guys do. for the veterans and, and things like that. And and we're very, very proud to be part of it. We we love playing it. It's a great event. And uh, we look forward to seeing you. Freak God, bless you. Get up! God bless you, buddy. All
0: right. Sure. Thank this you. Honor Radio out.